Welcome to Real Talk with Coach Saima, where I, Coach Saima, have conversations with interesting, inspiring, and influential people. Okay, Bismillah. So today's guest uh, is Nazreen Zaman, an emotional mastery coach. Welcome, Nazreen. How are you? Thank you. Yes, I'm well. Thank you so much, Saima. How are you? Alhamdulillah, I'm good, thank you. So, uh, emotional mastery coach, I mean, that's really specific. Uh, tell me a bit about that. So, I coach women to master their emotions, right? There's a lot of, um, I've been there myself, a lot of women that are living the past, past emotions, which are giving anxiety, um, some even getting depression, um, self confidence issues. Mm-hmm. And I, about this when I was in business in affiliate marketing and I was teaching new entrepreneurs skills when it comes to funnels and blogging and prospecting yeah and they can do all that yeah but if they didn't work on their self-confidence they wouldn't do it consistently so hence I went into that direction and I decided to get the foundation right for everybody that needs it so they can be consistent and believe in themselves. Right. So their business skills actually are related to their confidence and their inner, inner kind of uh, self-confidence. So that's really interesting. So until they fix that, they, it kind of hinders them. Is that right? Absolutely, yeah. Because when life shows up, you know, as life does, you know, we get through personal problems or there's many obstacles in business itself. Many yeah. obstacles uh, will face. So they've got to learn, and we've got to learn to keep going through that, to keep our self-confidence high, our emotional state high right. through those times and, and stay consistent in, in the business as well. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's like the, the foundation to everything else. Okay. So um, you do use, um, is it NLP that you use? I use NLP techniques. Okay. Um, other techniques that I've picked up alongside my coaching being a client and learning the skills myself right and therapy as well timeline therapy did you say so uh nlp can you explain what that is nlp for those who are listening because uh they may not be aware of what that is so nlp is neuro-linguistic programming okay it's the way you think about things just the right. way so you might, uh, like, let me just give you an example. I had a client who had linked trauma to a specific place in a house because of an event that happened in the past. Okay, well. And, you know, every time she would go past this place, this specific area, she, she negative emotions would get up. Not all the time, but sometimes they would be even higher for her to manage and anxiety would creep in. Um, so we just changed the image of that place in a house, in a head, because she linked it to that event in the past. Right. Um, made it more pretty for her because that danger is not there anymore. Right. I mean, okay. The memories there, the emotions right. linked to that memory are still active. So we changed the the emotions that were linked to that memory. The memory is still there. Right. So we, the process changed. So that's what NLP is. It changes how you think of things. Right, so you even changed the images that she had in her mind, is that right? Yeah, with her, yeah. Right. 
So that's that's really powerful. So you can use it in any any area of life, so personal or business. Um, what kind of uh, what kind of blockages do you find that uh, women have in terms of business? You mentioned uh, uh, showing up in their business. What kind of things um, do that do you find that you've come across that they that they have a blockage with, and what kind of things have you helped them overcome? There's fears linked to talking to strangers, which is something we have to do, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All the time. Absolutely. Um, fears around doing a video on Facebook or okay. on any platform that is public. Yeah. Of criticism, fears of rejection. Uh, there was one person who I helped overcome the fear of the phone. She would avoid anything and everything. No, she would do anything and everything to avoid the phone. Okay. Obviously, she's in business, right? And she's still, she yeah. said to me, now, my business would be way better than what it is if only I could just pick up the phone because I would be sponsoring, which is an MLM. She yeah. would be sponsoring better quality people into our business. And we just over, we worked on our fear of the phone and literally, I think about three minutes, it changed. We changed our image in our head. Right. Linked to the phone because she had yeah. linked to the debt, linked it to people that were calling her constantly. This was years ago. Hmm. So she was going through a financial situation, well, a financial crisis, shall I say, where she was getting phone calls from bailiffs and debt right. companies. So it was a negative experience that caused the block. Yeah, and that she's, she kept it. That there's no more bailiffs. Yeah. No. no more sectors right now, but she still kept that. Um, negative emotion in her body hmm. which even talking to her family on the phone right so it affected her personal life as well absolutely and, and you, said, you, you mentioned three minutes in a, because it's a fast process you've got to do it really fast wow before the conscious mind gets in so so um is it just women that you work with and to work with women mm -hmm. yeah Find um, if I can work with women, they they lead the family to, yeah. to higher place. Because right now, um, from what I know and what I've experienced, women are the emotional leaders of their homes. Right? If the woman's happy, right. yes, and the whole family is right. Yeah, true. I mean, uh, subconsciously, we do follow our parents, don't we? So even if consciously we feel they're not affecting us. But subconsciously, you do take on a lot of patterns from them. So that's really interesting. Um, and so, so fear of the phone, within three minutes, you, you, you help someone. How about uh, with, in terms of like online business, creating Facebook videos, etc.? Is, is it the same process? It all comes down to self-confidence, self-image. If we remove their fear of criticism, like who's going to look at me or... What if they say I look like this? What if I, what if I you know, do something or they don't like? So fear of thinking about others more, getting criticized. If we remove that fear, then yeah, they, they do do lives if that's something they want to do as part of their business. Hmm. So they're, they're focused on themselves more than the kind of message that they're giving out. Yeah. So do you kind of like... Do you kind of help them kind of focus more on the message that they're giving? Does that help? Is that part of the process? That is. Mm -hmm. When I was doing affiliate marketing, that was the process. It was literally like, okay, okay, get over yourself. 
go and focus on your customers and your audience, right? But some people have had really negative experiences. Hmm. Uh, they can't stop that. Um, there was one person that I was speaking to. She was in an abusive relationship. She wasn't allowed to be in the public. Every time she would, she would get um, humiliated by this partner saying that, oh, you're, you know, you're, people are looking at you and you shouldn't be doing this, you shouldn't be doing that. It was a very emotionally controlling relationship. So that would keep coming in front of her. So sometimes mm. it's about oh, getting over yourself. Mm. And um, it was for me in the beginning, that's all I had to do when it worked, but not for everybody. So mm. we have to get rid of the past experiences. Like you've said, we pick up patterns from the parents. Mm. Yes, from parents that obviously they don't want us to pick up, mm. but it's done unconsciously. Okay. What, what's timeline therapy? Can you uh, delve into that a bit? So, so timeline therapy is when we go back to the root cause of the major negative emotions that are harmful to the body and the mind, um, like anger, sadness, fear, hurt and guilt. So we remove those emotions from the body that are active. So emotions of like... You, you you talk about them as a physically in the body. That's really yeah. interesting. Yeah, so if I was to talk about a event, perhaps of a loss, um, you know, which happened 20 years ago, and the person still feels immense sadness, immense frustration, immense anger, maybe, that, mean, that means it's in the body. The emotion right. is still... Yeah, that, that's interesting because they say that people, I mean, uh, typically, generally, uh, those who suffer cancer, it's due to resentment that they hold about something and it's, uh, it affects the body in such a way that it, it results in cancer. So that's really interesting that, you know, you can actually um, uh, reverse uh, these kind of serious illnesses by releasing these negative emotions. Um, and I also, um, uh, the, the dry fasting that we do in Ramadan, that actually um, kind of helps with you know, reversing or or basically um, helping us to protect protecting us from any kind of major illness and disease because most illnesses come from the stomach. So if we are able to control it, um, then we can prevent a lot of diseases. And so that's really interesting. So the emotions in the body, so you help control that. That's amazing. So. Um, what typically what kind of uh, issues do women come to you for? A lot of them have been around self-confidence. There's been trauma in the past. Hmm. If they had went to a NHS GP, perhaps they would have been diagnosed with PTSD. Okay. Um, there was one lady that had P. I would have thought it's PTSD, but you know. Um, what we do in NLP in, in this specific coaching is that we don't diagnose, obviously. Mm. Um, we don't label anybody because we know everybody's got the resources they need to get to where they want to go. We're just going to help them get those resources. So that, there's been a lot of um, family problems, in-laws, right. affecting them, relationships. Even though the, a lot of my clients are in business, yeah, things that affect them. Yeah, because we are a whole person holistically. We're not just a business person. We actually, our personal life will affect our business. And, and, and hence the saying that, that some people, you know, there's a saying that uh, 
behind every successful man there's a there's a there's a woman who who protect and, and and vice versa so if every successful woman there may be a supportive husband and if if the if the husband is not supportive then it can affect her um progress and her confidence do you agree definitely absolutely i mean have you come across any kind of examples like that where where women want to do business but they they feel held back by their partners there's been let's see there's one client who actually held back as in directly held back no but they've been so busy with their problems that they are held back right there's all mountain problems or in-law problems that they are held back but yeah. i haven't anyone whose spouse is stopping them mm from doing what they want to do, pursuing what they want to do, because then my advice would, well, I wouldn't say my advice, but the, mm. the is likely to be, mm. they will communicate with the spouse, put your standards in, or leave. And it's so as simple as that. That's what, that's what we would, I wouldn't advise that, but that's what would typically happen. If somebody's stopping you, if somebody's being a crab, right, stopping you from climbing, and out of getting out the way and flourish, which is what I do is help women flourish. Anybody, and that could be a friend, it could be a, a friend who's appearing to be a friend, could be anybody, a colleague who's stopping you from dreaming or going for your dreams, going for your goals. Yeah. That, that's really, uh, that's so important because, um, I mean, they say that the, the five people that you hang about with, you are the five people you hang about with. And if you are with negative people around you, it's going to affect you and it's going to bring you down. Um, so that's, that's so true. And, and, and you should never let anyone kind of, you know, uh, rain on your dreams because they're your dreams and it's your life, right? Yeah. And so sometimes it's communicating with your partner. There was one client who just hadn't communicated with her partner enough to tell them, okay, this is where I'm going to be going. This is the hours I'll be working. This is me and your time. You know, that communication happened because he was pulling her back at one point. And I said, communicate with him first. Tell right. him what you really want. Because sometimes women hide their goals, right? The, the okay. business spouse. Right. Uh, and it just solved everything. He was okay. along with her in her goals, just the way he was with her job goals. Yeah, so, so the first step would be if anyone who's listening, who, who feel that, you know, maybe their family members or their partner are stopping them, holding them back um, from achieving and doing the things that they, um, that they need to do or that they want to do, that first, you know, open up a, a, you know, a line of communication, you know, let them know uh, what they're doing. Um, and that's always, that's always the key for, for any relationship that we're in. Yeah. And so you mentioned some, sometimes they get labelled as PTSD, but is that post-trauma syndrome, is it? Yeah, post-traumatic. So, so the medical kind of the medical industry, they kind of like label people. Do you think sometimes they label people unnecessarily, or or not unnecessarily, but like with um, kind of medical terms where people feel okay, that's it, that's a life sentence. Whereas with NLP, you can actually help them overcome that and then it's not a life sentence if you know what i'm yeah. saying Absolutely, yeah because i've been on both sides of the spectrum i used to be a mental health nurse i used to work with oh, okay so i've seen right. it it's, it's literally a diagnosis i mean sometimes you need a diagnosis right yeah 
the situation and, and the, the condition. But 90% of the diagnosis have come, I don't know where the stats is right now on top of my head, from stress, from emotional stress, distress. Right. See, like, that's caused from a, the emotional stress. So yeah, they would typically be labeled, given medication, maybe given therapy of some sort that would keep them repeating this is this is really interesting this is um that you, you were a mental nurse before okay so how about so so they're giving medication is that unnecessary do you think and if you've got clinical depression obviously this is not some you know clinical if somebody's checked your um serotonin levels in your mind that they've said literally you, your body can't Uh, your body can't give you any serotonin, then you know that's a different story. But most of the most of the time, I can go to the doctors. Yeah. Say okay, I'm depressed, and they'll give me tablets. Whereas tablets. Now, this is the question I have. So, in your opinion, with your background, do you believe that uh, at when antidepressants are prescribed? Is it sometimes unnecessary with people who have anxiety or depression, or do you think it helps in some cases? But like some people are kind of hooked on it for years and years and years, right? So that's kind of my, I, I know temporarily sometimes you need it, right? But then what about those people who are on it for years and years and years, and they literally just can't get off it because they can't, maybe, is it because they can't control their emotions or? Is that necessary for them to be on it for years and years? Well, there were studies done by Dr. Lipton, the studies done by Dr. Tipak Chopra that your body can produce whatever medication that you have, you take in when it comes to serotonin, dopamine, um, specifically, which is mental health related drugs, your body can produce that. Now, me medication, antidepressant medication or anti-anxiety medication, will work of course for people that believe in the medication more than they can they believe in themselves so it's a placebo effect then they believe that it would work for them they'll believe if they trust the gp or they trust the medical professional and they know it'll work and the body's creating those um serotonins and dopamine already because they believe in this pill that'll work whereas if they believed in that, that their body can produce it It'll work. It won't work for them. They, you know, they will obviously go for alternative routes. Yeah, and so NLP and um, this timeline therapy. This is these are alternative therapies that we we have access to, and most people don't actually know that they exist. So that's that's fantastic that we're we're talking about it today. And anyone who's listening, or anyone who's experiencing these kind of mental issues, um, you know, it it is it is a route that they can take. It's an alternative route that they can take as a, alongside. Um, whatever their doctors prescribe, just to help them uh, get back on track. So that's, a, yeah, that, that's really, that's amazing. So, um, and it is to do with, um, sometimes it might be just problems in their life, which they can't, they're not happy with, and they're depressed with, and that, that they need to change, make changes. Um, and so it's, it's something that they feel that it's, it's unresolved, and they can't, uh, solve it through communication i mean communication is the first route like we mentioned so to to be able to resolve issues that we are feeling all these are 
emotions of resentment and anger and um, frustration because if we don't solve these issues then they result in physical uh, maladies that we have in our body yeah that's really deep and um, I mean that, that's why we, I'm, I'm doing the podcast because um, there, there are things out there which people are not aware of and if they heard about it it would help them so inshallah I'm sure a lot of people will benefit from this so um, so but you currently you so you were a mental nurse and then you went on to do affiliate marketing online affiliate marketing is that right yes okay and so um, tell me a bit about that your journey oh wow so it was a bumpy ride okay <laughs> yeah so I left my job to essentially be home with the girls my two daughters okay um, child and then I decided to do something online there's plenty of I'm sure there's plenty of opportunity I can do something I started off by um, selling clothes and then okay. and then affiliate marketing which is where I stayed mm. so the transition wasn't so bad it was actually okay from the job to affiliate marketing because I had already set everything it was literally just me going into this high action mode um, to make the income that I was making at the job. Right. The transition from the affiliate marketing business to the coaching was the hardest one. Okay. Why is that? Because I had to now believe in myself. Right. Because now I'm going solo. Now I'm not attached to a company. that right. Affiliate is basically a company that I promote. They do yes. most of the things. They sell the tools or whatever it is, products. And I do what I used to do as an extra I was to help mm. them that. I didn't have to do that, but I would help them transition and use the tools or direct them to where they need to go. Yeah. But now it had to be me now. The transition was, okay, now I have to sell myself. Okay. I have to sell my services and coaching and everything else. Now I have to believe in myself more. Mm. That was the hardest year of my life when right. it comes to, was that transition. So I had to get a coach who had to take me out of this employee mindset. So now I've got no boss. Mm. I was first, you know, I was probably one of the best in the, on the ward. My boss wouldn't take my, um, what's the called that when you leave the job? The Resignation. Note. Resignation. <laughs> I don't know what it's called anymore. They wouldn't take it for a week. He held on to it. He goes, no, I'm not going to submit it. And I goes, no, you're going to have to. I'm, I'm going. Um, <laughs> I needed to change that employee mindset to get into that entrepreneurship, that problem solving mode, that belief in myself that I can do this and I don't need somebody else to tell me mm. I need to just tell myself because up until now it was like other people telling me how good I was and all this stuff right um, so so I had to get coaching I do think if anybody is going to wanting to be a coach you must be a client yourself yeah first otherwise you won't know the experience the client is going to go through mm. You've, we've all got our own stuff to get over yeah of course yeah continuously forever yeah, we've all got a story to get over. Mm. Uh, we'll get over it because you because I have to have clear filters. When I'm in my coaching session with clients, yeah. I have to be completely neutral. Right. If I'm not completely neutral, then I'm passing my beliefs onto them. Right. True. So I've got to be clear. And I've still got a coach. I've still got a coach who checks my filters. I've got a spiritual guide who makes sure I'm at a higher state as well. The mm. coach helps business skills mm. and my Techniques yeah. so 
So, I, I mean, what I find, I mean, I did a bit of affiliate marketing as well, and uh, now I'm doing coaching. And what I find is, yes, it's probably harder to do because uh, with affiliate marketing, you are like part of a company and you can put, uh, use all of their tools and put it in front of people. But with coaching, it's yourself. And so, yes, you have to work on your confidence. But I think long term, actually, it's, it's more dependable to do your own thing because you are in control. Whereas with affiliate marketing companies and MLM companies, you're out, you're not really in control. And then when they make changes, it kind of really affects you. And then you're kind of like going back 10 steps. Whereas with your own thing, it's um, you, you're in complete control. And that's what I like about it as well. Yeah. I think 10 steps back is something is part of entrepreneurship. Yeah. Uh, them is for people and some people love it um, but yeah it's, it's preference isn't it what you prefer to, to do uh, yeah absolutely that's true so uh so in terms of what what kind of so the coaching that you do um is it do you do group coaching or do you do one-to-one -one? do you have workshops how do you uh, present your work so right now um it is one-to-one -one. okay and group coaching has just been relaunched so okay the group coaching is specifically on business startups to help people get into their businesses with the right tools and skills that helped me. Yeah. The group format step by step because what we do, and I know a lot of people have done this, I've done this myself, is that we watch these leaders and we just pick up things and we do everything at the same time. Mm. Not the right time for you to do it. Right. So the startup is there to teach them, okay, first you need this, then you need this, and then you need this. One-on-one -on -one is the other thing. And workshops will be coming in next year. So I have my three-year Vivid Vision done, and it's just about to be launched on my website. So you, you'll be able to see what I'll be doing over, over the three years. But mm -hmm. Do you have a website up and running at the moment? Yeah, the website's up and running. What's your website? It's called flourishonpurposewithnaz.com. Flourishing um, on purpose with flourish, NAS? Yeah, flourish on purpose with NAS.com. Okay, so we've got that. So, and um, if anyone wants to get in touch with you, is it uh, what's the best way? Facebook? Facebook's the best way. Mm. Uh, email. Yeah. So, we'll put all that for anyone listening, we'll put the links uh, in the description below. So, if anyone wants to get in touch with the Nazarene. So, um, that's really been really really valuable um, and so so do you have mostly uh, business clients at the moment so that you, you mentioned that you're working with people who are starting off their business so um, and you help them with these kind of mindset issues limiting beliefs etc that correct yes it started off with business onto like entrepreneurs but now it's gone into personal life experiences so yeah also at the core, I help people with their life, mm. their business, and that's a bonus. Mm. But specifically, uh, I would want to work out, get them yeah. to be more happier. Like, my goal is to see happier women. Okay. Fully, you're not just trying to be happy, not just showing and being the strong personality, but feeling happy, because that's different. You can always you know, behave and present yourself as happy and joyful. But when you're not feeling it, mm. it's a feeling that I want to bring people. Because when you're happy, 
Oh, it's just beautiful. And I've been in both sides. I've been that strong woman who would just show up for the world. Um, but inside I was breaking. Mm. I want women to be happy. So whoever they are, I'll, I'll work yeah. I will. I want, I want it. Let me ask you, uh, if you had, if there were no limit, limitations, if you had all the money in the world and no limitations, what one thing would you change in the world? In the world, one thing. I would, well, I don't think that money would bring this. <laughs> but to somehow show people that, how they can just be happy in a few moments if they want to. That's really nice. Because that's, we do everything to feel happy and joyful. And yes, that's right. We buy things, yeah. different, we go out, we, we do these escape holidays. To escape from what? To feel happy. To feel happy. <laughs> yeah. So, the economy won't be great. No. If happy all the time because they won't need to buy things to feel happy. Mm. Happy, and that's, that's what I want. I don't know if that's something money can do, but if it could, then yeah. What's uh, What's your favorite book? Oh gosh, there's so many. Okay, Think and Grow Rich. That talks a lot about happiness. Yeah, that's a step-by-step -step guide, right? That's a good book. If anyone hasn't read it, they should they should read it at least once. Yeah, there's a lot of valuable tools and like uh, strategies and step-by-step -step things that you can put into place. Pretty much. Absolutely, but you know what? You've got to be very open to this book. When I first read it or heard it, I was open. I was like, ah, it doesn't make sense. Right. But you've got to listen to it a few times or read it a few times. Quite deep. Yeah, you'll grow and you're like, yeah, that makes sense now. Because we're living in this world where people are just thrown into money. Mm -hmm. You'll make money, but when you do something that brings you joy, that stays. Like you love coaching, right? Yeah. You, that, that's the most guarantee you know that you'll be doing this years from now. And it'll stay because you're, you're passionate about it. Right. No, absolutely. So it's... Um, uh, what um, I'm trying to think. Let me just. Uh... So Nazrin, you know, it's been really, really beneficial. This this talk. I mean, I've made lots of notes, and I'm sure that anyone who's listening, um, they should be making notes because it's been a really valuable conversation, and that's one of the reasons why I do this podcast is for people to to gain um, knowledge and. Um, you know, actionable steps for them to implement in their life to make a difference. So thank you very much for taking time out um, to come on the show. Thank you so much for having me, Taima. You're most welcome. Thank you. The, the initiation that you're doing, the initiative, and may it carry on and grow. Inshallah. This is Coach Saima signing out. Remember, visit my website, www saimajaneja.com or on Facebook and Instagram, Coach Saima.